from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, R&R Realty Group, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is Thursday, January 23rd. Happy birthday to my mother, Julie. Uh, we have no Deacon Randy Keel on this morning. He is going to take uh, the day off at 7.15. Father Ray McHenry, pastor of St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in Des Moines. He's going to be talking about his mission trip that he's currently on with Blessman International. So he, uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to him about his experience. And he's been over there to uh, Limpopo, South Africa, many times. So uh, we're going to be featuring him on the show this morning. Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic. Catholic Women Now will preview her 9 o'clock show. And at 7.40, Drew and Davis going to come in for the Maroon Moment. At 7.45, we're going to have Dr. John Yost talking about an upcoming talk that he's going to be giving as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. Don't go anywhere. Keep it on the dial the entire hour. It's fast-moving, rip-roaring. We're going to have a fun fun show today. Deacon Tony Valdez, before we do anything, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you as you uh, what, are making arrangements to uh, fly back from Florida on a very foggy day here in central Iowa. So good luck with that, and hopefully you won't be circling too long. Flying back today at noon. Oh, you'll be fine. Fog will be gone, and we'll just have the, the slushy stuff that we got yesterday here in town. Uh, you can navigate through all that like we did, but no issues, no problems. Sounds good to me. All right, so you, you're going to be sad to leave there, I'm sure. I mean, you had a pretty good, uh, it sounded like it was well attended with all your parish mission, uh, what, three nights down there, three or four nights? Yeah, we had three nights down here, it was about 500 each night, and uh, you're right, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I really, um, my, my parents, boy, it's not going to take much convincing for them to become snowbirds with all the, the snowbirds down here. They, they uh, it was pretty enticing, I think, for them, but uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to pack them up and bring them back with me. Oh, they're they're thinking about that, huh? They kind of like that life down there, you know, and yeah. like, especially the months of December, December through March. That wouldn't be too bad. It was a tease, I'll tell you that. Okay, well, have a safe trip back, my friend, and uh, make sure you pack all all the stuff you took down. Sometimes uh, you get kind of used to being in one spot, and you kind of move in, and then you forget stuff. I, that that happens to me on a regular occasion. So thanks for the reminder. <laughs> You're welcome. 
All right, well, let's get right to it this morning. Uh, right now from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk, a meteorologist, Megan Selwall, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have a dense fog advisory until noon today, and uh, we are seeing a, a ro- fog, a foggy conditions along with slick roads and there are some several uh, uh, school delays not so much here in the metro area but uh, the fog is causing some problems but uh, we do have drizzle and flurries to go with that fog currently 32 degrees the winds are calm and today we'll see drizzle and that slushy light snow uh, maybe about an inch accumulation today a high of 34 degrees here in central iowa north winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour and uh, tonight light snow and fog overnight a overnight low of 30 degrees and tomorrow light snow early and then a high of uh, 30 34 degrees for your Friday, and on Saturday, partly cloudy, it should start to dry out, a high of 35 degrees, and folks will be at the car washes on Saturday and Sunday, partly cloudy on Sunday, a high of 36 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Thursday morning, Des Moines International Airport is moving forward with its plan uh, to allow passengers to drink alcohol at gates while waiting for flights. Now, Des Moines Airport itself filed paperwork and received approval back in November from the city's uh, Zoning Board of Adjustment to uh, license food and beverages on concourses at the airport gates. Uh, a kiosk would offer beer and wine along with sandwiches. Uh, alcohol is now served at two restaurant locations inside the Des Moines Airport Terminal. Currently, alcohol must be consumed inside those restaurants. Uh, a handful of United States airports, including uh, Nashville, Chicago's Midway and O'Hare, along with Fort Lauderdale, Las Vegas, and Tampa, allow consumption in their concourses and at their airport gates. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, uh, men's college basketball, three of the big four teams in the state of Iowa were involved. And in, start with Big Ten play, the Iowa Hawkeyes ranked 19th, upended number 24 Rutgers 85-80 to at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. Uh, in Missouri Valley Conference play, the Drake uh, uh, men on the road, and they defeated Evansville 73-50, to while uh, Northern Iowa losing on the road as Southern Illinois defeated the Panthers 68-66 in Carbondale, Illinois. Last night in AHL hockey, Grand Rapids defeated the Iowa Wild by the score of 4-3 in a shootout out at uh, at uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And last night in women's college basketball, the Iowa State women pick up a home win. They defeated Kansas State 73-59. to Tonight, women's college basketball has Ohio State at number 19, Iowa, and they'll tip off at 7 o'clock, televised in the Big Ten Network. And also tonight, NBA G League basketball, the Iowa Wolves on the road at Erie. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock out in Erie, Pennsylvania. And today's Dowling Catholic Sports calendar has high school wrestling, Dowling at Ankeny tonight, and that match gets underway at 6.30 at the Ankeny Gym. And a reminder Tomorrow night we'll have high school girls and boys basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It'll be a Central Conference showdown, Johnston at Dowling. Our pregame show gets underway at 6 o'clock, girls game at 6.15, the boys at 7.45. We'll have both games on Iowa Catholic Radio, Johnston at Dowling tomorrow night. And once again from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently we have a dense fog advisory until noon today here in central Iowa. Uh, we'll, we'll see drizzle and flurries uh, throughout the day. Right now it's 32 degrees, winds are calm and today's high will be 34 degrees where we will have that some of that slushy sloppy light snow throughout the day less than an inch accumulation possible and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your thursday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates kemen mercy medical center and r&r realty group 
Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things looking good as we started off this morning. Eight minutes as you're heading in from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. Uh, making the drive in from the uh, West Mixer to down, uh, East Mixer to downtown. Also running about uh, eight minutes as well. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team. Strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. There is big news coming out of the Vatican and for the United States Church. Uh, The successor of Archbishop Charles Chaput, who turned 75 and led the Philadelphia Archdiocese since 2011, has been named. It is Bishop Nelson Perez of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, He was appointed Archbishop of Philadelphia today. Uh, returning to the local church of his priestly ordination, where he was ordained a priest. Um, he was ordained a priest, of course, uh, there, and, and so he, he really knows the area well. Archbishop uh, Charles Chaput was elated when he heard about this. In fact, he said Bishop Perez is a man who already knows and loves the church in Philadelphia and is already known and loved by our priests and people. I cannot think of a better successor to lead this archdiocese, uh, Chaput wrote online following the announcement. Bishop Perez is young. He's 58. He was born in Miami to Cuban parents, and he grew up in New Jersey. He's the first Hispanic bishop to lead the archdiocese of Philadelphia as well. This all according to Catholic News Agency. He says, quote, I am deeply grateful to the Holy Father for this appointment and his confidence in me. It is with great joy, tinged with, tinged, excuse me, with a sense of sadness that I accept the appointment, joy that I will be returning to serve the archdiocese in which I was ordained to the priesthood, where I served as a pastor of two parishes and where I held several leadership positions within the archdiocese, and sadness that I will be leaving an area and the incredible people of Northeast Ohio I have come to love deeply. After his uh, pastoral and Hispanic ministry in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Perez was named in 2012 an Auxiliary Bishop of Rockville Center and was consecrated a bishop that July. As Auxiliary Bishop, he was Episcopal Vicar of Long Island's Eastern Vicariate and oversaw the Hispanic Apostolates of the Archdiocese, excuse me, of the Diocese there. And in 2017, he was appointed Bishop of Cleveland. So he really wasn't there that long, and I know that's kind of a a blow to the, any diocese that uh, gets a new bishop right away. Kind of, it seems he was he was taken from them. Um, but you know, he, he's going on to serve the church, and uh, it's a big job there in Philadelphia, especially to succeed Archbishop Charles Chaput, uh, a hero to so many, and uh, just a, a wonderful man, a man who really embodies, I think, a love, a deep love and devotion for Christ Jesus and uh, his church. So we uh, will pray for Archbishop Chaput and, of course, for the church at large and uh, for Bishop Perez. I had the opportunity to be able to meet him for a period of time uh, while I was serving there in Cleveland. Uh, at the Archdiocese Men's Conference. So that was pretty, uh, it was pretty neat to be able to speak with him for a little while. And, and he just seems like a very, very personable 
guy. All right, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to break a little bit early because Father Ray McHenry is on hold already right now from Limpopo, Africa. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking to him uh, and getting an update on his group that's over there. I love checking in with him whenever he goes over on a mission trip. So break a little bit early. We'll have a little bit more time with Father Ray right when we come back. Don't go anywhere. John Linetti in the morning right here on this Thursday, January 23rd. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscapes, and Design for underwriting the show. One of the things that I love about most of the people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they love their Catholic radio. And yes, they love their Iowa Catholic radio. The Pew family, no different. Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape, and Design have been listeners to Iowa Catholic Radio for a long time and have served families all across central Iowa for a long time as well, with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Hi, this is Father Mitch Pacwa. And our Lord said if you give a cup of cold water to a disciple because he's a disciple, you get a disciple's reward. We thank you for your support of Catholic Radio because we are trying to be faithful disciples and we trust that as you are generous, our Lord will also reward you with a disciple's reward. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Whoa! How about that for perfect music, huh? With my next guest, Father Ray McHenry, pastor of St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Hey, Father Ray. 
Hey, John Dumela. Hello from Hello from Limpopo Province in South Africa. Well, boy, how many times has this been for you now? This is trip number number six for me. Why do you do this? So every, Why, what 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 has lit the passion of this inside of you? Well, if I were going to be if I were going to be flippant, John, I'd say it's ninety degrees here today. It was four below there a couple of days ago, but, uh, that's, but uh, that's not that's not the reason I come here. Um, I, I've come here to we're supposed to spread the gospel and, and to all ends of the world, and we're also supposed to do the works of mercy, you know, what we're commanded to do in the twenty fifth chapter of Matthew's gospel. And I come here to spread the gospel, preach the Lord Jesus Christ, risen, risen, ascended, and our Redeemer, and to to uh, to bring to bring His good news and to bring help and healing to people here who who are desperate for it. When you when you first went uh, six times ago, uh, you know, did, was it was it hard? Was it hard to convince you to go? I mean, that, you're a pastor; you've got a lot of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now I'm sure it's a little bit easier. Not not that putting the responsibilities away, but you know, when you when you first take something new, it's very different. And I want you to speak to that because there's a lot of listeners right now that are maybe on the fence about doing something like this. I don't know if I sure. can do it. I don't know if I want to do it. Go ahead. Well, the first trip, I, you know, I can't say this this was ever on my bucket list, but there have been a few people, a few parishioners who had been here previously, and and uh, they told me the. How wonderful it was! What what it, not only what 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 they, what they were able to do, but what the trip did for them. And, the, and we put me in touch with Doctor Blessman. We had some conversations, uh, and with uh, you know this is how how important the work is here. But not just what you do for others. What what the trip is going to do going to do to you? How to how it enlighten you and give you a spark for mission work. And the mission work when we come home, we realize we're we're, we're missionary disciples. And that doesn't mean just we're going to come across the you know you know us across to another country. We can also be missionaries right outside of our own doors, outside of our own doors, right there in, in Des Moines. So I found that that was convinced me. That gave me that passion that we are always a missionary church wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me through a day. What's a day look like there in Limpopo, Africa, South Africa? Okay. All right. Well, there's. Um, most days we, we, we rise, we're usually up and out somewhere around 6, 6, 6.30 in the morning, maybe 5.30, and we'll have a kind of breakfast on our own, and we'll go out and we'll do different what we call outreaches out here. So we'll go to maybe a school, a high school or a primary school, and one day we may give several hundred people, young, young people, uh, uh, spectacles, glasses, because they don't, they don't have glasses, so they can help them in their studies. Uh, another day we may give children shoes, people come to Shoeless, we give them shoes. Uh, we'll take a little break in that afternoon, and maybe we could do the, something similar in another place. And then by the time we get back to get back to the lodge where, we, where we're staying, a very nice facility, we will celebrate mass together, uh, usually an open air mass. Um, then we'll have we'll have uh, dinner together, and then the reflections after that. Now, depending on where we go, like yesterday, we went to Pox College. It's a, basically a high school founded by Belgian brothers a uh, hundred years ago, and I celebrated mass yesterday with uh, about six hundred uh, six hundred uh, high school boys, uh, which was a really fabulous liturgy. They all sang and they all sang in harmony, uh, and that was a really uplifting mass. So there's going to be mass every day and interacting with people every day. Wow, I mean that that had to be powerful. So you're there with the boys. I mean, what do you preach on? 
Well, I, I, you know, I look at well, you know, uh, there are homilies. Right? We'll take the we'll take the, the gospel of the day and how that's going to reflect to us today, and uh, and that uh, and well, some things I say to them, we we came from you know thousand seven eight thousand miles away. Uh, we're white Americans. You're black Africans. But we're all Catholics. We're all Christians. We all belong. We all belong to the same church. Different countries, different people, different governments, different languages. Um, but we're the same church. For yeah, I mean, it, it it seems like this is a powerful experience. Um, you, you've been kind of on the other side of it now with being there six times. What's it like for people mm-hmm. now going over there for the first time? Um, I, I try to prepare them for what they're going to see. Um, but when they see some like we had a school today, it was very depressed, very depressed place. Uh, part of the building was kind of almost falling down, you know, around them, and they're really moved by, by that. Well, how can we? Then they, then they, that's when once they see the need in some of the places we've been, then they're all in. I, I, I six trips. I've never been here where, where the whole team hasn't been all in, and everybody all jumps in themselves. I mean, when we're back at the lodge, we fix our own meals, prepare our meals, we clean up after ourselves, head out to mission, and people are ready to go. They're, they're anxious and ready to go out there. By the second day we're here, what are we doing today, and where are we going today? And people are always all in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really just sounds like a beautiful experience. And, and you know, mission trips are important. It, it's different than a pilgrimage. It's different than a vacation. Give me your mm-hmm. best argument for someone right now that's saying, I don't need to take a mission trip. Why? Why? Because why? Why take a mission trip? Because I, th- yeah. I say we're commanded to. We're commanded to to take the gospel to all nations, and pre- preach and baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's in twenty fifth, twenty eighth chapter of Matthew's gospel. We'll take the gospel to all nations, and then on top of that, on the twenty fifth chapter of Matthew's gospel, we're commanded to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, give drink to the thirsty, and when we come on mission, we were fulfilling our gospel fulfilling our gospel mandate. A pilgrimage, you know, gives us time for, you know, is more, I would say, is a more of a spiritual trip, intentional, to be prayerful, uh, and you know, we might, might, might want to visit the Shrine of a Martyr and spend time in prayer and ask for the intercession. Mission trip, you're, 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 we're, we're getting dirty. I'm dirty today. I'm going to hang with Doc and Maxwell here. We're, we, you're going to get dirty today. You're, you're going to get dirty on your mission. You might not get dirty on, on a pilgrimage. Pilgrimage is great. I've been on pilgrimages myself. Spiritual pilgrimages are great. Uh, they're wonderful. Um, but you're going to get you're going to meet in, on mission trip. You're going to meet and inter- interact with people one on one on one. As you know, and you, you know, you, you see, uh, you know, the Benedictines say you see Christ in everyone when they come to you. You see Christ in everyone on a one on one basis and working people. Now, you know, I'm wondering there may be there may be pilgrimage opportunities here. Here in uh, in Simpopo, here in Limpopo province, not too far from us, in this town of Zedin, is the burial place of Benedict's blessed Benedict Thaswa. He was a martyr, a man, a man of catechist, was martyred for the faith about thirty years ago. He's probably going to be the first South African saint. He'd probably be, he'll probably be canonized here in a few years. So, there's this place to visit, like his burial place here. That would be a pilgrimage. Um, I've never had the opportunity to visit his, his burial place and pray there. But that would be a pilgrimage. But here we're working every day and interacting with people. 
Well, I'm in the opportunity. Or, or I'm in the uh, uh, works right now with Busman International about combining the two. Maybe doing a little bit of a pilgrimage plus a mission trip. Uh, but we're going to see what okay. we can do because, of course, that uh, that martyr is someone to be revered. Uh, Father Ray McHenry, doing this for the sixth time. I, I am just guessing this is not going to be your last time. We've already scheduled next year. So I'll, I'll be back <laughs> next year. I, I tell you what, John. When I get back, I give you a call. And we'll talk about a, a how about we'll talk about a pilgrimage mission trip combination. How about that? I'd love to do it. I think that would be a lot of fun. You you give me a call and we'll make that happen. Father Ray McHenry, everyone. Hey, would you give us your blessing from South Africa? Certainly. So we 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 ask we ask the Lord's blessings upon us. We we ask the Lord to bless our team here in South Africa and bless bless ministries, bless Catholic Radio and Catholic Radio and the work together. And I pray, Monica, bless you. Klina, la nanete, le boea, le mohatwe, amen. That's the sign of the cross. It's a petty, and you have to ask, you have to ask Father Ambrose if I did that right. Beautiful. I love it. Father Ray McHenry, everyone. Thanks, Father Ray. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, John. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. Father Ray, all the way from South Africa, Limpopo, South Africa. You know, friends, I've been so... Um, I guess you would just say fascinated with the work of Blessman International and what they continue to do. And they have partnered with us here at Iowa Catholic Radio and, and partnered with us in a beautiful way. We're trying to get the great work that they're doing out and about. Because, look, you know, it, it, for a radio station, we, we preach, teach and evangelize the Catholic faith. That's primarily what we do. But we are also a voice for other different Catholic ministries, for our parishes. Uh, for those that maybe don't have much of a voice when it comes to uh, ministries and people, uh, we want to be their voice. And so, um, you know, w- when it comes to Blessman International, um, we saw them. We saw them as uh, an organization that is doing incredible good. And we want to magnify that the best way that we possibly can. So you're going to hear more uh, from us here about Blessman International and the great work that they're doing. And maybe, just maybe, you might be someone that's interested in going with us on a pilgrimage slash mission trip coming up here uh, very soon. So we'll make that happen. Let's go to Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Oh, okay. No music. Chris Magruder. Hi, Chris. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing fine this morning. Thanks for coming on. What do we got coming up on your show? Yes, we have Rob Kackmark come on today. He is actually the lead guy at Spirit Juice Studios, and um, he's got a really cool conversion story that um, he tells about how he even moved into film and, you know, what brought him to mix his faith with uh, film. And then he's going to tell us a little bit about Bishop Robert Barons, who he works with regularly, he, you know, he, and now he's also working with Father John Ricardo. So he's got a really cool story. He's also the person who helped um, executive produce The Veil Removed. So he's, it's going to be fun to have him on, chat with him. Yeah, he's a good man. Tell him I say hi. Rob has done some really good work for uh, oh, yeah. uh, different men around the world and uh, certainly did for the veil removed so that'll be coming up this morning nine o'clock nine o'clock in the evening if you miss it it's podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com that's chris magruder everyone thanks chris you betcha talk to you soon rob
All right. Uh, coming up, uh, we are going to be talking to Dr. John Yost. Uh, Dr. John Yost is an eminent local physician and historian. Dr. Yost is currently the vice president, medical education and research for Unity Point Health in Des Moines. He's also the doctor of internal medicine, and he and his wife are longtime parishioners of St. Anthony Catholic Church. He's going to be giving the lecture uh, next. Let's see. Uh, when is that exact date? Yes, uh, January 28th. So coming up here very soon. Uh, the next Catholic Culture Lecture Series, and his topic is going to be all on St. Thomas Aquinas. We're going to talk to him about St. Thomas Aquinas coming up at 7.45 today. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Lee Nighty in the morning right here on this Thursday, January 23rd. Hey, friends, this is my big shout-out for the men's conference. It's going to be happening here soon. Right now, right now, we have record signups, and we're still a month away. Now, not record signups for the amount of people that have been, but record signups for where we are currently. Uh, look, obviously, Coach Matt Campbell is going to be a big uh, draw, but a men's conference in general, friends, is for us to get together one time a year and to be able to renew our faith, to uh, uh, as you would say, uh, for us to be able to reestablish that love for Jesus Christ and just get pumped up in the process. We need other guys to come together to be able to, uh, like-minded in our faith, to be able to help encourage each other on this way to Christ Jesus and his church. Go to iowacatholicmensconference.com. That's iowacatholicmensconference.com. Scroll over, get tickets now, click on it, and boom, you're there. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus withdrew toward the sea with his disciples. A large number of people followed from Galilee and from Judea. Hearing what he was doing, a large number of people came to him also from Jerusalem, from Idumea, from beyond the Jordan, and from the neighborhood of Tyre and Sidon. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crush him. He had cured many, and as a result, those who had diseases were pressing upon him to touch him. And whenever unclean spirits saw him, they would fall down before him and shout, You are the Son of God. He warns them sternly not to make him known. The Gospel of the Lord Like John the Baptist, Jesus attracts a lot of people from different regions, but of course we know that compared to John, Jesus works on his own authority. It's noted that he has power over both disease and unclean spirits, as if Mark doesn't want us to think of Jesus as just a good doctor interested in healing only the body. Even the demons can acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God. As time goes on and we continually encounter Jesus in our own lives, it'll be easier for us to do likewise, but without the animosity. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. At Golden Rule, you already know we obey the rules to live by. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it online at goldenrulephc.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199. Not only any morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today here on this Thursday, January twenty-third, live outside of the Mercy One studio. Look, it's going to be 75 degrees here in Palm Beach today, and I'm flying out and flying back in. You know what I told my parents last night? My parents have joined me for this parish mission. I said, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the family and get back to the snow. I like it. I like the snow. I don't know. Call me weird, but uh, I think it's going to be fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the the weather when I get an opportunity like this. But um, we headed out to Dallas on Saturday, so please keep me in your prayers. This is the season of travel for me. I really appreciate it. Coming up, John Yost, Dr. John Yost, who is a local physician and historian here, right here in our own very diocese. He's going to be giving the next lecture in the Des Moines Catholic Lecture Series uh, on the topic of St. Thomas Aquinas on January 28th. So uh, we're going to have him on to talk all about it and how you can get... um, uh, can can get signed up for it as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Yes, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. This has been become quite the international show with uh, Father Ray over in South Africa, you down in Miami, and then my brother chiming in with his uh, breakfast buffet on the beach down in Cancun, Mexico. Nice international show for you. That's what we got, all coming to you live here in Des Moines, Iowa. Good grief. I mean, I, 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 I said the word um slushy and uh, what else did i say and sloppy and he thought it was sloppy joe's and a slushy uh freeze drink or something and that's what he ordered on the beach and you know (laughs) sorry you had to be in the middle of that john when he uh, starts doing that Uh, i love it man i love it well i'll tell you like i said i i would rather be ice cold with the family and back home in des moines where I love more than anything than uh, than warming away from it. But it is a nice little reprieve, I'll tell you that. Yes, it is, I'm sure, and, and enjoy it. And all back to Dallas, another southern uh, state. Well, you you plan this very well throughout uh, January, February, March. I'll say that for you when you plan your trips. They're always south for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't always happen like that, but uh, I'll take it in January. Nice job out of you and the, the folks that handle your itinerary. You know, I know you got a lot of uh, surrounding uh, uh, folks that help you with that. Uh, well, unfortunately, I don't. It, that's just me. But uh, they, they, they come in and listen, I don't turn them away, especially when it says something like uh, South Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, enjoy. Have a safe trip back. And uh, your mom's birthday today. Well, happy birthday to uh, Mrs. Leonetti. Julie is uh, one of my treasures. I just love her. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, they sang happy birthday to her last night, and that was just a treat. So I was really happy her and my dad could enjoy that with me. Well, that is great, and uh, many blessings to her and everyone else. And we'll get right to it this morning. Back here in Iowa from the uh, Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, as our weather is prepared each and every day by our Channel 13 and WHO-TV meteorologist Megan Selwalk. Currently in Des Moines, we have fog in the area. Drizzle, some flurries, 32 degrees. At least the temperature is right at freezing and holding there. Uh, winds are calm this morning, and we are under a dense fog advisory until noon today, basically from uh, uh, along I-35 and to the west. There are some dense fog conditions, so be mindful of that if you're out traveling. Eastern Iowa, not so bad. There is fog, but it's not as dense, so just be mindful of that this morning. And today, that drizzle will turn into a slushy, light snow, as it did yesterday. About an inch accumulation. Most of it will melt, but we could see an inch accumulation here in central Iowa. High of 34 degrees with a north wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. So it'll be a very sloppy day here in central Iowa. Tonight, light snow and fog back in the forecast. Overnight low of 30 degrees. And tomorrow, light snow early with a high of 34 degrees for your Friday. Saturday, partly cloudy. Could see some flurries early, but clearing off. A high of 35 degrees. And Sunday, everybody will be at the car washes. Partly cloudy, dry. High of 36 degrees for your Sunday. Well, in the news on this uh, Thursday morning, the Morning International Airport is moving forward with its plan to allow passengers to drink alcohol at gates while waiting for flights. Now, the Des Moines International Des Moines Airport itself filed paperwork and received approval back in November from the uh, City Zoning Board of Adjustment to license food and beverages on concourses at the uh, terminal gates. Now, the uh, air, uh, now the uh, kiosk would offer beer and wine along with sandwiches. Alcohol is currently served at two Des Moines Airport restaurant locations inside the airport terminal, but currently alcohol must be consumed inside of those restaurants. Now, a handful of United States airports, including Nashville, Chicago's Midway, and O'Hare, along with the Las Vegas Airport in Miami and Tampa, allow alcohol consumption in their concourses and at their airport gates. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, men's college basketball, three of the big four teams in the state of Iowa were in action. We'll start with Big Ten play. The Iowa Hawkeyes ranked 19th. They defeated number 24 Rutgers 85-80 to at a Carver-Hawkeye arena in Iowa City last night. Missouri Valley Conference men's basketball, Drake defeated Nash- Evansville, rather, 73-50 out in Evansville, Indiana. And Northern Iowa on the road last night, but they drop a, a game to Southern Illinois by the score of 68-66 to out in Carbondale, Illinois. Last night, women's college basketball up in Ames in the Big 12. Iowa State picked up a win. They defeated Kansas State 73-59 to to improve their record to 11-6 on the season. And last night, AHL Hockey, the Iowa Wild on the road. They'd, uh, they'd lost to Grand Rapids in a shootout by the score of 4-3 out in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Tonight's women's college basketball in the Big Ten, as Ohio State is at number 19, Iowa, they'll tip off at 7 o'clock at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City and it'll be televised on the Big Ten Network. And NBA G League Basketball, the Iowa Wolves on the road at Erie. Uh, they'll be out in Erie, Pennsylvania. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar has high school wrestling tonight, the Dowling Maroons at Ankeny. That match gets underway at 6.30. Tomorrow night we'll have high school girls and boys basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio as uh, Johnston takes on Dowling in a Central Conference showdown. Our pregame gets underway at 6 o'clock tomorrow night from the Dowling Gym. Girls game is first at 6.15 followed by the boys at 7.45. So join us for both games tomorrow night. Johnston at Dowling from the Dowling Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And once again from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Fog in the area. Drizzle. Flurries. 32 degrees. The winds are calm right now. But today we'll see drizzle giving way 
to that slushy snow, a uh, high of 34 degrees with north winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Starting to see a bit of a slowdown for you as you make that drive in to work this morning. 235, it's about a 15-minute drive from the West Mixer to downtown, and then 10 minutes as you're headed in from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. In the face of the sick and the suffering, today saw the face of Jesus Christ. St. Marianne Cope today was born in Germany and was a toddler when her family emigrated to the United States. She lived in upstate New York when she eventually joined the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Syracuse. She worked as a teacher and as a hospital administrator for the Sisters and was elected provincial twice. Then in 1893, the Hawaiian government asked hundreds of orders to provide assistance for those suffering from leprosy in Hawaii. Sister Marianne and 34 others in her order volunteered. From those, seven were selected, including Marianne, and they traveled to Oahu. They took charge of the leprosy receiving station and also built a small hospital and a school for girls. Mother Marianne's generosity and courage were celebrated at her May 14, 2005 beatification in Rome. She was a woman who spoke the language of truth and love to the world, said Cardinal Jose Martin, then prefect of the Congregation for the Saints' Causes. So we ask today, St. Marianne Cope, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you also to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day, a deacon right here in the Diocese of Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 224-1776, that's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Drew and Davis with your Maroon Moment. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by, online at goldenrulephc.com. Well, gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? All right. Well, I don't have the paper in front of me. I, I didn't receive it this morning, so I'm going to have you guys just kind of take it from here for your maroon moment. Sounds good. Uh, we're going to start off with the blood drive that Dallin hosted on uh, last Thursday. We, in total, had uh, 51 first-time donors with 67 total people donating, and we saved 162 lives with the blood that we donated. Nice. That's awesome, guys. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Next on the thing, Dowling Hockey. Dowling Hockey team will take on Lincoln slash Roosevelt this Saturday, January 25th at Buccaneer Arena. The puck will drop at 1.30 p.m. Sounds good. Uh, Academic Decathlon competed over uh, this week, and we just want to give a congratulations to them. They got second place overall. 
They had a lot of uh, individuals get first place finishes and a final congrats to overall third place award winners for their like all scores combined to Michael Frazier and Lily Sullivan. Sounds good. What's next? International club with led by Mr. Peterson. First international club meeting of the semester is on February 5th. Uh, Miss Dallow will talk about her trips to El Salvador and Bolivia. And everyone's welcome. It's in room 202 at 310. And finally... Uh, we got boys basketball on Friday night. It is the coaches versus cancer game as Dowling will host Johnston. The girls game's at 6.15. The boys is at 7.45, and it'll be a pink out. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for coming on. That's Drew and Davis with your Maroon Moment. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. Coming up right after this, Dr. John Yost is going to be on a physician here in the Diocese of Des Moines, but also a historian. He's going to be giving the next talk at the Catholic Culture Lecture Series, January 28th, and he's going to be talking all about St. Thomas Aquinas. We're going to learn about this saint coming up right after this, here on this Thursday, January 23rd. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nutty in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, no matter what, though, the customer always comes first. Serving Des Moines and the surrounding areas for more than two decades, 100% satisfaction guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, January 23rd. I'm Kelly Musher-Collins. If you're a young man between the ages of 16 to 24, you're invited to experience the real world of seminary. A trip is planned to visit St. John Vianney Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, the weekend of February 14th through the 16th. A second trip is also planned to visit Conception Seminary in Missouri, the weekend of March 28th through the 30th. To learn more, email vocations at dmdiocese.org or call 237-5050. That's 237-5050. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be talking about Catholic Schools Week, which kicks off on Sunday. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And speaking of Bishop Johnson, he wants to hear from you. Tell us how you've experienced God working in your life, and he may talk about it on an upcoming radio show. Just text your thoughts to 515-223-1150 using the hashtag Bishop. That's 515-223-1150. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Thank you to r r Realty Group Apartment Communities for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning. r r Realty Group Apartment Communities have unique amenities and award-winning property management. Sierra Point and Country Club Village Apartments in West Des Moines and residents at 62W and Wynwood Apartments in Johnston. r r Realty Group Apartment Communities wants you to love where you live. Learn more at rrrealty.com. That's rrrealty.com. Find out how you can support Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com or 515-223-1150. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to CTOIowa.org. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. 
Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Jean Wells. And would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. A month away, friends, from our Swiss Marathon, as you just heard, February 17th. Please be generous if you could. Uh, you know, it, start praying about it now. What is it that you might be able to give? Uh, and, and, you know, could you give maybe 10% more than what you gave at the last one? Uh, 100% of what we do here at Iowa Catholic Radio is supported by you, and we cannot do it without you. So thank you for your generosity all these years. And I know you're going to come through. You always do. You always come through for us. That's going to be the week of February 17th. Put it on the calendar if you can. We'd love to have you be a part of it. Uh, let's go to our next guest of the day. He is a eminent local physician and historian right here in our diocese. Dr. John Yost joins me. Hi, doctor. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing just fine. You're going to be giving a, a talk at the next Des Moines Catholic Culture Lecture Series, uh, and you're going to be giving a talk on St. Thomas Aquinas. Now, has he always been a fascination for you? No, no. In fact, uh, it's a, a little bit of an interesting story there. Uh, I grew up in the church. I was baptized a Catholic, raised a Catholic, had good instruction from both my parents as well as uh, the schools that I attended. And yet I really had a very incomplete, very superficial knowledge of St. Thomas. I knew he had existed, of course, um, but knew little about him. I think what triggered my interest uh, uh, was actually my sons, and I know you know both of them, John and Charles, and when John went to Loris, uh, found ourselves in the Loris bookstore, and I had encouraged all the kids to pick out an item of some sort. Uh, they came to me with the usual t-shirts or uh, fleeces or hats, except for Charlie, who came to me with a huge stack of books, and it was St. Thomas's Summa Theologia. He said, Dad, can I have this? And I thought, holy cow. Uh, so, to be honest, that, that began to trigger my interest in St. Thomas, and uh, it's only grown through the rest of my adulthood. What is it about St. Thomas from when you started reading? Because that's not like light reading. I mean, when you're reading the Summa, or you're, you're reading just about his life in general. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, the reading you're going to do before you go to bed at night. I mean, it really takes someone to study this and really learn it. So, you know, was it was it daunting or off-putting at first? You, well, you know, I think that's another excellent point. Um, the truth is there are a lot of different books out there that one can read. Uh, one can read Thomas's works, uh, the Summa Theologia, as well as others that that are available to us. And you're right, John. They uh, they require a certain degree of focus and attention, and yet they're still very, very accessible to everyone. Not everybody realizes that Saint Thomas did not realize did not intend for the Summa to be a uh, this this highbrow, high-minded theological treatise. Instead, what he intended was it was to be a primer. Uh, for basic study of the Catholic faith. It was intended for beginning students. So it really is accessible to us, um, but it does require a certain amount of concentration. Uh, and there are just a, a wide range of books on St. Thomas that are 
uh, extremely accessible for the average reader. And one that I recommend highly is G.K. Chesterton's biography. Uh, very readable and considered by many to be the best in the field. Yeah, that's by far my favorite. Uh, as a Catholic historian, though, what, what do you find most remarkable about Thomas's life? <laughs> in a word, everything. But if I were to distill it down to maybe just two things, first of all, I think it's absolutely remarkable. When you look at his life, um, and, and of course he was a student at the University of Naples. From there, he went to the University of Paris. Uh, he joined the Dominicans at the age of 19 and entered into a life that was really one of itinerant scholarship and service to the church uh, and literally traveled all across Europe. What's remarkable to me is that that was entirely on foot. Uh, Thomas never rode a horse, never rode in a wagon as he traveled from Paris to Cologne, for example, or back to Naples or to Rome. He walked everywhere. And, and I haven't done the math yet, but a rough estimate is somewhere between eight and 10,000 miles he must have walked. Uh, that's absolutely remarkable to me. I think uh, the other thing that I have always found of particular poignancy is the end of his life. This, he had dedicated his life. He was writing the Summa. Uh, most people may not realize the Summa was never completed because uh, within three months of his death, Thomas had some kind of ecstatic experience. He uh, was in a deep ecstasy. Uh, there was a previous episode where he levitated in front of the crucifix, tears streaming down his face. Not long after that, he had this second prolonged ecstatic experience. And when he recovered, he said to his uh, uh, secretary, Brother Reginald, that after what he had seen, everything that he had written seemed only straw. So we can only conjecture. Um, most believe that he had a beatific vision. Um, and to take <clears throat> his life's work and view it at that point as only straw, to me, only speaks of the glory of heaven. Here is uh, arguably the greatest theologian in the history of the Catholic Church, um, a, a favorite for so many, not to mention a saint. And for him to say, after what he's seen, is just everything else is but straw— is has always been something that has just been so perplexing to me. I mean, it's just incredible to think about. It is. You could spend, <laughs> and I have spent, as you probably have, quite a bit of time just reflecting on that. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think his main message was as a, a theologian? What was Thomas's main message to the church and the world? You know, that's uh, another great question. I really think, uh, you know, here was this erudite, incredibly accomplished, brilliant man, and he intended one thing, and that was for everything he did to be to the service and the glory of God. Uh, and I really think that's his main message, is uh, one of what I would call heroic humility in service to the Church, regardless of what one does. You don't have to be a brilliant theologian. Uh, we all have our gifts, we all have our callings, and we can serve God in a humble way uh, with always that in mind. Uh, but he has other messages, uh, not least of which is uh, the way in which, and, and you read this in the Summa, his approach to addressing arguments was eminently fair and just. He would always give 
his opponent the opportunity to first phrase their conclusion, their supporting arguments, and then he would engage in a very respectful disputation with that individual and, in all honesty, completely demolish their arguments. <laughs> he was very good at what he did, but he, was, he listened. He respected the person with whom he was debating. Yeah. I had the date wrong. It's January 25th that you're going to be giving this lecture uh, on the life of St. Thomas Aquinas uh, in preparation, of course, for his feast day, which is January 28th. Do you celebrate that? I do. In fact, I'll also have the opportunity that morning to meet with the kids at the St. Thomas Classical Academy and talk a little bit about St. Thomas to them that morning. That's wonderful, man. That's wonderful. Dr. John Yost, everyone, uh, what are you doing today? Well, I actually give a lecture at 10 o'clock uh, to a group of residents over at Broadlands uh, on diagnostic reasoning, and then I will staff clinic. At, I see patients at Broadlands on Thursday afternoons, so that'll see, be my that, day. That's interesting to me because, uh, you know, you, your work, your field work as a, as a physician, but yet you've made this uh, something that of uh, so, so much interest to you and really become an expert in, in it, and I think that can share any of us can do the same you know no matter how busy you are or what your field is when you get interested in something like this friends you really can uh become truly an expert if you if you make the time for it dr john yost thanks for coming on john thank you very much all right friends and that begins january 25th now the way that is at saint augustine catholic church uh at 7 p.m there's a social hour with refreshments at 7 30 the lecture and at 8 30 question and answer time and some discussion time as well so you can check that out again january 25th on the life of saint thomas aquinas that puts this show in the books i'll be hopping on a plane here in a couple hours back inside of the mercy one studio tomorrow and i am excited deacon tony would you give us your blessing May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to bring us to his everlasting life and to protect us. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God will thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, R&R Realty Group, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.